going on? Welcome back to another episode of the Arsenio Buck Show or Instagram TV. And today, I'm going to go over a couple of things that I've already gone over inside my podcast in regards to the book Rich Dad Poor Dad by Robert Kiyosaki. So, we have to understand mindsets, people. Because once we understand mindsets in the money blueprint and where we're getting our thoughts, our information that ultimately causes us to act on things that we wouldn't be acting on if we actually thought things through, it'll make all the difference in the world. So there was an article. I won't name the place because they don't deserve to be named, but this is what really scares me. I want to tell you guys a couple of things that I read right out of this article, which scared the living hell out of me. And so here it is. We got a guy. His name is Larson. He has a college degree and he earns money, okay? He doesn't feel like he's moving up in the world, though. Obviously, college doesn't prepare you for that. Nonetheless, his father, Craig, when his father, Craig, was 29, he was already married. Let's keep going. And owned a home in Payson, Utah. And he had two of five children, whatever you want to call it. Now, Craig is 64 years old, okay? Worked as a mechanical engineer. Ooh, this is probably a long time ago and earned 20000 a year at the time which would be equivalent to about 50,000 US dollars today, okay? And his wife, stay at home mom, blah, 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 the American dream, right? So, nonetheless, Scott, the youngest of the kids, is a marketing manager for a health and beauty company based in, let's just say, somewhere in Utah. Though he earns 60,000 annually, about 20% more than his dad at his age, he is still living at home with his parents because he doesn't feel he can afford to buy a place of his own, thanks to the souring home prices. So, guys, let's dissect this. This is the American mindset. This is the mentality, whereas for in order for you to be deemed, a, 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 let's say, successful, you need to be married and you need to have a home. Let alone, for you to be wealthy, you need to have a home. Although wealthy is basically having your assets paid for your liabilities and pay for your expenses, uh, your expenses, which then you have that cash flow, that consistent cash flow. Now, for those of you who are listening to my podcast, this will come up probably Tuesday or Wednesday, and you're going to hear me talk about. Let's just put it this way: you have one thousand U.S. dollars, okay, in expenses, and your cash flow is one thousand. Or let's just say your cash flow is 50% of that, which is 500. And that cash flow comes from your asset column. So your assets are paying for your expenses or at least half of your expenses, right? So what this is doing is that means you're half wealthy. I wouldn't say you're full wealthy. The goal for you to become full wealthy is if you have, let's say, 1,500 in assets and you have $1,000 in expenses, you cover your expenses with your assets that you do not look like that you don't learn from your income-based salary and you're throwing away your time to pay for your expenses see that is wealthy now going back to this he said he earns sixty thousand annually about twenty percent more than his dad at his age he is still living at home with his parents because he doesn't feel he can afford to buy a house. Now, what Americans do not tell you and what the financially uneducated do not tell you and what the American dream possessors do not tell you 
is that if he were to purchase a home in an economy that's about to go through a major overhaul probably within the next three years, the equity of his home possibly could collapse just like it did 12 years ago. Not only that, but what comes with a home? About four liabilities. Get your mortgage. Perhaps you have to pay back the bank because you're not going to be able to pay the home in cash unless you're lucky enough. That would be very good. If you rent it out to someone, you're going to have to talk about maintenance fees, utilities. Let me give you an example. I, when I moved into a condominium out there on the outskirts of Bangkok, I asked the gentleman who had bought the, you know, the condo who I would be renting from. So he pays the mortgage. He pays the liability. I have the expense, which is a rent or which is the rent. I said, do you have hot water? He says, no. I said, oh, well, I need hot water. He's like, don't worry. I'll put some in for you. That comes out as a liability right out of his pocket. He has to pay $200 to put a water heating system inside the condo unit. Now, the one that I'm living in right now already had one in place. But these, or this is what I'm talking about in terms of the utility bills and the maintenance fees, okay? Or the utility bills and the utilities in general, the maintenance fees and whatever else comes along with the home. It could be landscaping. It could be you cutting the grass. That's time. Or that could be an expense because you need someone or you have to pay someone to cut that grass. See, just by seeing whoever wrote that article, who works for one of the most popularized news agencies out there in America, their mindset is in order for you to become successful, dot, 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 or in order for you to live the American dream, you must have a house. You must have a wife. This is why Valentine's Day is so commercialized, to get a little bit off track just a little bit, because when it comes to Valentine's Day, people, you always see these roses and these, these, these hearts everywhere, and people holding each other and kissing each other, and all these women and men at the ages of 17, 18, 19, 20, 21, into their mid-20s and saying, oh, I need a boyfriend, oh, I need to get married. See what I mean? That's societal pressure. Again, in order for you to become successful, you must be married and have kids, the picket fence, and have property. However, I'm gonna put the, I'm gonna put it to you like this. Think of it this way. For all of you who do know me or do not know me or whatever, do you have property? Ask yourself. If you do, okay, let's do this. With a car, that's a liability. Some of you are like, no, wait, car insurance, you have to pay that every month, right? And a potential car note. Car note, that means you have to make payments on it on a monthly basis. Those are liabilities. Those aren't expenses, they're liabilities. Why? Because a car is deemed as a luxury unless you're living in a very remote town. I completely understand that. Hey, but if you are, then you have to make some, like you have to make some changes. Now, for a home, some people say, oh, that's an asset. But this is the critical error that the majority of the middle class makes. Believing that a house is an asset, but it's actually a liability because it comes with the utilities, the maintenance fees, the mortgages, the, the loans that you're going to have to borrow, you paying back the bank. That is a liability. And I can tell you right now, the majority of Americans who actually own homes and the ones that were getting those ridiculous ass loans, the ninja loans and all those other loans from 2002 to 2007, 
that ended up coming back to haunt them because then the price of their home went up all the way couldn't make the monthly payment which is the liability boom they got kicked to the curb see this type of mindset is called a poor class mindset it's not middle class because middle class again middle class they don't pay for expenses first they go straight to their balance sheet they pay for the liabilities with their income monthly income then they go back into their expenses pay off the expenses the rest go out the window poor class means it goes straight into expenses and that's it right out the window but that's a very very poor level mindset because a lot of americans believe that you must own property but they do not tell you that property is not an asset a lot of people say, yeah, real estate, real estate, this, this. Okay, now remember I told you about this. When I told you about real estate, the balance sheet is completely different from the income statement. Now, if you're able to buy property and rent it out, you get that residual slash passive income on a monthly basis, which ultimately covers all the liabilities. Does that make sense? But if you own a house and you live in a house, you're coming out of pocket big time unless you've already paid off the house and you don't have to pay for anything anymore. However, there could be property tax, and in some countries, there is land tax. So you guys have just gotten schooled just now. That fool who wrote that article is a dumbass, and other dumbasses are gonna read that, and they're going to, too, follow the same footsteps that the majority of people around the world are making, especially in America. Don't believe that shit become financially educated. I'm your host as always, Cobra